You're listening to KCBX News. I'm Benjamin Perper. The highly publicized and long-running Kristen Smart murder case headed to court again today with opening remarks beginning in Monterey County's Salinas Courthouse. Now the San Luis Obispo Tribune has formed a coalition with the LA Times, ABC News, and the Associated Press to try to unseal court records related to this case. Here's my conversation with Slow Tribune courts reporter Chloe Jones to talk about the coalition's efforts to increase transparency in this case. Chloe Jones with the Slow Tribune. Uh, thanks for coming on KCBX. Thanks for having me. So describe what you're doing here with this records request. Uh, what's the goal here and what's the kind of the process? Yeah, so we, um, we being um, the San Luis Obispo Tribune, LA Times, Associated Press, and ABC News, filed a motion to unseal judicial records, really because almost all of the records pertaining to this case since it moved to Monterey have been sealed and inaccessible to the public, making not only reporting very, very difficult, but also it just takes away transparency on how this case is being handled from the public. So in addition to asking the court to unseal these records, we're also asking them to update their registrar of actions, which is basically a court docket that lists um, that lists what happens in court proceedings. So if a motion is heard, it'll not only have the motion filing, but it'll say whether the motion was granted or not granted, um, which most or every court is supposed to have. Um, we have that in the San Luis Obispo court. Um, and this docket in particular gives basically no information. It gives very, very obscure names that just says motion and literally nothing else. No, uh, there's the date that it was filed, but then it doesn't give what the motion is about, even the title of the motion, whether it's like a motion to dismiss, motion to suppress, and it gives no information as to whether it was granted or not. Um, and it seems like there is some sort of dual docketing system, meaning that there the internal court has a different, sees a different docket than the public one. And then we're also asking for court records to be accessible online. Right. Okay. So what do you think is the justification behind these records being sealed and, and why is it so difficult to access right now? Yeah. So um, there's no way to really know why these records are being sealed because sealing orders and sealing requests have also been sealed if the sealing has been granted, which for the most part it has. Since it moved to Salinas, the only sealing request to be denied pertained to jury proceedings. And in that request, it the prosecution stated that it wanted to prevent public dissemination of information regarding the case in order to not infect the jury or the jury pool. And courts in the past, especially, um, actually specifically, California Supreme Courts have found that jury, um, jury contamination is not a justifiable reason to grant sealing. So the reason behind that is because jury contamination can be avoided by either um, instructing the jury to not interact with media or avoid information if they see it, as they have been instructed in this case, um, and they swear to do that by oath, or even sequestering the jury if it's found that um, avoiding information is impossible to do on their own. Um, so that is, again, it's hard to know exactly why these are being sealed because even the sealing orders are sealed. So in our motion, we cite California rules of court 2551B1, which states that if there's a written filing that is being asked to be sealed, that sealing request must be publicly docketed and in a reasonable advance of the determination. That way the public can also be able to maybe if they maybe decide to challenge that sealing request or 
be able to even just know that a ceiling request is occurring. Um, so in, in this case, none of, not, none of the ceiling requests or ceiling orders have been publicly docketed. So we really don't even know what documents exist in this case, which is extremely, extremely rare in criminal cases. Um, Again, California Supreme Court in a different ruling actually found that judicial records should only be sealed in the rarest of circumstances. So records are really deemed public unless there is an overwhelming reason that would outweigh that of the public interest um, and the public's right to, of access to the court. Um, and that right of access is protected by the First Amendment. It's protected by California rules of court, the California Constitution. Um, and just common law generally, and that right has been upheld in several rulings. So you mentioned public interest, and uh, this is kind of a, a local story, but it has a lot of national interest. Do you think that's the reason why bigger outlets like the LA Times and the Associated Press have uh, joined onto this? Yeah, so I actually networked with several agencies trying to get people to help us out with this motion because... And I can't speak to why exactly LA Times, ABC, and AP decided to join on, but what I can say is that we all have the same goal and the same values that these judicial records are, are supposed to be accessible by the public, and we all have the same goal of covering this trial to the best of our abilities. Again, I can't speak to why these places decide to say yes when I ask them to join, but I'm really glad they did because, again, it's not only important for journalists, it's important for the public as well. Right. Do you think that having more transparency and accessibility will change the case or change the way the public kind of is engaged with it or is interested in it or uh, pays attention to it? I think that access to this case just will allow the public to be, I mean, the public has always had an interest in this case, not only in slow, but nationally as well. But in slow in particular, this case has rocked this county for 26 years. And I think the fact that it moved um, for people that do feel really connected to this case, whether they're connected personally or they're just connected because they've been following it for so long, this access has been even more difficult because of the move to Monterey County. And so I think the access and the transparency, it's a right protected under common law, under the Constitution, under California's Constitution. And I don't think it'll change the interest, but I think it could just provide reasoning and provide more understanding as to how these judicial proceedings are occurring. Because when you don't know what you don't know, all that's left is wondering what is going on behind these closed doors. Yeah. So what is the timeline and what, what do you hope for next? Is there going to be a hearing maybe? Yeah. So we requested a hearing. It's unclear. We just filed it. We filed it rather recently. So we haven't heard whether the judge will grant us a hearing or not. We did request one because we would like to be heard and make sure that we have a chance to um, argue for ourselves on the record. Um, but it's up to the judge at that point to grant a hearing or not. It's unclear if the defense or the prosecution will want to file an opposition to this. Um, they are the ones that are filing the ceiling request. So they may, they may not, I, I really don't know. Um, but my hope would be that the judge grants this motion because in the interest of just access and transparency and um, just the functioning of our democracy, I believe that this motion should be granted. Um, but it's unclear if a hearing will be held or not, but we are hoping for one and we did ask for one to be held at the earliest it can be. Right. Well, we will be paying attention. 
Anything else you want to bring up or talk about? I'm just really excited that this, that we were able to file this motion. And I want to thank our lawyers who really went above and beyond to get this done as fast as they did. So during the first um, pre-trial hearing, um, when we were hearing motions in limine and we heard the motions to dismiss and basically every, basically any filing ever since this moved, I was kept, kept on being told that they were sealed and that the only way to access records was if I physically drove to the courthouse. Um, there was, they would not email records. Um, they could mail records, but it could be a 30 day wait time. And so um, when I finally drove up to Selena's and kind of saw how often things were being sealed. I um, talked to my editors, I talked to my to our lawyers, and we decided to start perhaps putting something in motion. Um, and so because again, these records are only accessible at the computer, I basically sat at the Selena's court computer and built a database on every single filing, marking the date that they were filed, what the title of the file type was, who filed it, and uh, whether it was public or not, and whether it was media related or not. And the findings were pretty interesting. So there's been 243 fi court filings in the Kristen Smart case between both Paul and Ruben um, between April 20th, which was the date that it officially moved to Monterey and July 5th, which was just the last time I was at the courthouse. And of those 243 filings, only 77 are public. And of those 77 public documents, 54 of them are related to media access. So there's really only 23 documents that, that have been filed that are not related to media access. So of the 23 filings that have nothing to do with media access, only six of them pertain to anything that is somewhat substantive. And those six documents pertain to there's three documents, but they're the same in Rubens and the same in Paul's. Um, it's basically a sealing request um, and a denial of that sealing request. And the document that was not sealed is this document that pertains to jury selection procedures. So the prosecution essentially um, asked to seal these documents. The judge did end up denying that um, request, but those are the really only public documents that have any information. Um, the other documents that are public pertain to trial dates. They pertain to, to who the judge is going to be in Monterey. Um, one of them pertains to um, Ruben's probation being changed to be able to travel to Monterey for court proceedings. So most of the public documents really are more administrative rather than um, sub substantive. So um, I will say that is something that sticks sticks out, I think, in this and kind of shows how, I think it kind of shows the extent that this ceiling has been occurring in this case. Yeah. Any last uh, thoughts here? I'm just excited to see what happens with this motion. Um, and again, I thank our lawyers for working so quickly um, to get this done. And I thank um, the LA Times, Associated Press, and ABC News for joining us on this motion. And and yeah. Well, Chloe Jones with the Slow Tribune, uh, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.